Hot air balloons are wild. Yeah. Sure. Have you been on one? No, but I've gone to a few festivals. here to tell you some freaky things. I'm Megan. I'm Lauren. And this is a podcast where every week we bring each bring a separate topic that we find kind of freaky or weird. Or we, really freaky and weird. Hopefully the most freaky and weird. Right. We each get 15 minutes we time ourselves to tell the other one all about it. And someone wins at the end. Doesn't really matter. Nope. Um, we, every week someone will bring a drink, one person will bring a drink to pair with their story. Um, this week, Lauren, would you like to tell us about your drink? I would love to. Um, it's a local Chicago beer from Revolution Brewing, and it's their pale ale that they call A Little Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's I love it. a good, I love a good Belgian-style pale ale. It's one of my favorites from them. Mm-hmm. My dad says it's because it fits my personality. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, fun fact about Tom. <laughs> Does he listen? I hope not. <laughs> I cool. don't know that he knows how to. Cool. Same with my mom, but she just started listening. I so know. Good for I realize her. now that that's maybe offensive, yeah. especially if he does yeah. hear it. I'm well, sorry. He's really good. No, at I'm stuff. sure he'll be great. I'm sure Super he's Super smart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom was like, I didn't know how to comment. <laughs> and I go, You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to guess why you brought this. Mm-hmm. Um, a little crazy. I think that you are going to talk about lobotomies. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like psych ward stuff. Okay. Okay. You want to rock, paper, scissors? Yes. Did we say, did we decide last time? Are we going to start saying it? Let's say it out loud this time. See how it sounds. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors. Shoot. Okay. I've covered your rock with my paper. I was going first. Great. Are you ready to time me? I am. And wait, why not? Right I'm saying and cheers. <laughs> okay. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. A little crazy. Oh, I can smell it already. Are you ready? Yes. And begin. It's lobotomies. It? <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? No. You're lying. No. You're lying. It's lobotomies. <laughs> I was like dying when you guys said. <laughs> it's on my list too. Excited that you guessed it. It's on my list. I really like wanted to say it immediately, but I was like, "You can wait for thirty seconds." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! This uh, is so great. So excited, and also, I now I can't do this because it's on my list. Okay, okay. Oh, tell me everything. Okay, oh, so like, I off to a great. This set. is why it was on my list is because like I've no, I know what they are, and like I know that they're like really fucked up, but I don't, like, really know the specifics. Right, like, like, so, like the science the behind it. it. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to look more into it. Okay. So, okay, apparently lobotomies became a thing in, like, the early 1900s because mental hospitals were just, like, filling up. People were like, my daughter's crazy, or, like, my son talks a lot. And so they just, like, send them to mental institutes. <laughs> my son talks to him. Like, literally. Like, people would be like... Uh, my son can't read and it's like he's dyslexic but like they didn't know that so right. we'd like send him to a mental institute and that was their answer for everything like everything. go there so they were like filling up they weren't getting a lot of funding because of like the great depression 
and like doctors were just like nothing we're doing is working so they like got creative oh no (laughs) yeah so that's where like a lot of shock therapies came from like different kinds of shock therapy Mm -hmm. apparently insulin shock was used as a therapy for some mental what does that mean like in terms of like injection or yeah like now when like diabetics go into insulin shock it'd be like inducing that in people to like shock their system Mm -hmm. or like electric shocks and their theory with there was that they would be shocking the illness out of a person no that's not how that works it's definitely not how it works um one of the things that they did with shock therapies um or like one of their theories because like electroshock therapy would give patients seizures which they then decided was, like, epilepsy, but even though they were, like, inducing the seizures themselves. Mm -hmm. And doctors at that time believed that you couldn't be both epileptic and schizophrenic at the same time. So, like, we've cured you by giving you epilepsy, so you're not schizophrenic anymore. (laughs) Which is, like, how how are you a doctor? I don't know. Like, what's going on? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Put some leeches on it to take your blood out and get out of here. (laughs) So, like... It's like, I'm not a doctor. I'm a barber. Because that right. used to be a thing, too. Wait, what? Oh, that, never mind. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> You're like, that's another topic. <laughs> um, so they were, like, just trying out all this new stuff. And, like, the psychiatrist had this, like, new optimistic outlook. So they're like, oh, we're getting creative. Mm. We can, like, try some new stuff. <laughs> And but also, like, imagine being the family, of course. You're meeting with the doctor. The doctor's saying, we have this new thing them. that's been working pretty well. Yeah. And you're like, okay, great. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we still don't know how anesthesia works. <laughs> still <laughs> to this day. They don't know anything. Um, so they were, like, trying crazier and crazier things. And a lot of times, like, there weren't as many regulations with, like, experimenting on people who, like, had schizophrenia or, like, crazy mental illness because they didn't, they were seen as, like, less than human back then, which is very sad and scary. So it, like, led to them, like, trying all this stuff even without proof that it worked. Mm-mm. So lobotomies... Um, came about because they were seen as, like, a potential really quick fix instead of, like, months of therapy. It'd be, like, one surgical procedure and they'd, like, cure you. But would they? No. <laughs> um, and, like, that was because, like, it was this time when, like, mental hospitals were super crowded. They were like, this will be great. We'll get them in and out. They won't stay for months. Like, yeah, okay. they'll be better and mm-hmm. they can, like, go home. Um, so two scientists started some experiments on monkeys. Apparently the monkeys were named Becky and Lucy. Oh, good to know. Um, so they tested the monkeys' intelligence, mm. and then they removed half of their frontal lobes, the part of your brain in the front, mm-hmm. obviously, and then retested them. They seemed to still be able to do all the tests at the same level, so they removed the other half of the monkeys' frontal lobes, so no more frontal lobe in the monkey. And their personalities changed. Obviously. I mean, yes. I mean, um, but the frontal lobe is the, gone. The way that they noted that their personalities changed was that the monkeys were no longer violent and frustrated when they didn't get their treats. So they're like, hmm, that's cool. That's the only change? And they, like, could still kind of do the test, just not quite as well. So mm. they're like, cool, okay. it works. So success. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from there, a human doctor, a couple human doctors. Weren't these all human doctors? But, like, a doctor for humans. Not Got like it. a monkey, not Got like it. a monkey doctor. Got it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, there were two doctors. I'm trying to... I feel like I deleted one of their names. But it was, like, Monice and Freeman. Um, Walter Freeman was, like, the guy who, like, was known for doing a bunch of lobotomies. 
he was like, oh, these monkeys kind of remind me of my human patients. <laughs> I wonder, no. I wonder no. if I could, like, do the same thing. Um, so he sort of, like, developed what a lobotomy would be instead of, like, necessarily removing the frontal part of your brain. It's, like, severing the connections in it. So, like, mm. a lot of lobotomies are, like, almost completely severing, like, all of the connections between the front of your brain and the back of your brain. No. Which is, like, why? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, the, like, first lobotomies saw, quote, great results, Mm. resulting in patients who were now totally serene and not anxious. But it was, like, they were, like, zombies. Yeah, zombie people. And they were, like, oh, this is great. Because before... They, they were, were like, like really hard to be around. <laughs> and now. And now they're just just a lump. Nothing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is going to be great. Um, so, but like right away, even when it was like starting to gain its popular, um, like popularity, people were like, well, there's a lot of risks here. Yeah. So like never was it just like, oh, great. Like lobotomies are amazing. Like people knew that there were like serious, serious well, yeah. side effects. Can you imagine, like, a doctor saying, like, hey, here's how we're going to treat you. We're going to give you a lobotomy. Yeah. You would go nuts, and they'd be like, see, this is... See, the, you're crazy. This, this is the kind of thing yeah. that we're trying we're to fix, is this personality that. you're having now. And it's like, no, I'm being... Ugh. Yeah. Um, so, there's, like, a quote here that said, like, the purpose of the operation was to reduce the symptoms of mental disorder. And it was recognized that this was accomplished at the expense of a person's personality. <laughs> Cool. Sorry, I shouldn't lie to that. But like, but like, but they were just like, oh, they don't need one. Yeah, whatever. No. They're gonna be fine. So some of the side effects include um, reduced spontaneity, responsiveness, self awareness, and self control. Mm-hmm. Um, activity was replaced by inertia. People were. Wait, left, what does that mean? Like inertia is just like sitting. Yeah. Still. So like instead of being active, you're just sitting there. Okay. Um, Type, say that then, people. Come on. I know. I can have rewritten it. It's fine. Um, people were, like, emotionally stunted. Um, their intellect or their intellect was affected, obviously. Um, there often was detachment from society, decreased cognition, mm-hmm. um, reduced inhibition. A lot of people gained a ton of weight because they couldn't, like, stop themselves from eating and drinking yeah. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, they couldn't function independently, and then, like, the severe cases were, like, severe brain damage, death, and then, like, suicide. Like, people would commit suicide Oh, yeah, I bet. Because they're just a shell of a person. Like, they're not even there. Right. It's, like, like, what is it? um, Fucked up. One one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, it's a lot of me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't one of the, and you might go into this, uh, one of the Kennedys? Literally the next part. (laughs) (laughs) You're kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're, like, already smiling. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Kennedy's sister, um, Rosemary, um, she was one of the people who, if she like had just been born later, people would be like, "Oh, she's dyslexic." Oh, okay. Like she had some learning disabilities, um, and her parents were like, "She can't retain knowledge. She's having such a hard time learning. Like she's crazy." God, can you imagine, like, just a kid that's dyslexic, and it's like, hey, let's take open their brain, and what? Yeah. So, she was 23, and her dad was like, you need to have a lobotomy. Um, At 23? Yeah. 
Um, it was thought that he might be afraid that she would embarrass him and his son and hurt their like chances political to chances be elected. Yeah, because she wasn't smart. It was uh, okay. Yeah, so John Kennedy's. I was like, there's presidents, there's senators, there's so many people in that family. Like they're all yeah, yeah. yeah. But she was like the sister of that family guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she, Doctor Walter Friedman or Freeman, who was like the king of lobotomies, mm-hmm. is the one who did it. <laughs> um, it's like on his business card, like I'm the king of lobotomies. Yeah. Um. It left <coughs> her left side of her body partially paralyzed. Um, she was sent to a mental institution after because she had to relearn to brush her teeth and walk and dress herself. And she God. used to have, like, a really bubbly personality no. and was, like, obsessed with her brothers. Um, sometimes she would have, like, violent, like, episodes or whatever. Well, but sure. she I mean, was basically just, like, um, like a zombie. She couldn't talk. She could just, like, make grunting sounds. Ugh. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Kennedy's, wouldn't you rather have that angsty teen kid back that have this like exactly. shell of and a no one she could no longer even recognize her recognize her brother god yeah i can't imagine i know like someone also you would think someone in your family like one of your siblings would be like hold on yeah like let's not do this you seemed cool right and you're like yeah she's having a hard time reading i know let's cut part of her brain out also why at 23 i don't know when he's like i can't take it anymore lobotomies And, like, at that point in time, too, it's not like she's on Twitter and, like, (laughs) everyone can see what she's saying. Like, if you think she's going to embarrass you and, like, hurt your chances, just, like, keep her at home, maybe. (laughs) Like, don't bring her to, like, your All your events and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty easy to, like, not be present. Yeah. I think that this was definitely not the right call on their part of how definitely. to handle this. Yeah, and like definitely not. Yeah. Um, so a little bit more about Walter Freeman, the psychophysician who like made them super popular. Um, Lobotomies? Yeah. Okay. So he was one of the ones that like started it and like made it popular, but he coined the term surgically induced childhood. Like he knew what he was doing. And like, was that his way of like, making it sound better than it actually was by saying surgical induced childhood? I don't even think that sounds good, but it was like he was using it to like make it sound good. Right. It sounds terrible. Um, and he would like refer to that as the result of a lobotomy. Like no matter how old you are, you're basically like, reduced to like right. a child because you like can't do anything for yourself anymore. Um, and he said that it would leave people with infantile personalities. And that after a period of, like, rematuration or, like, regrowing up, they'd be cured. Which is, like, no. not how that works. No. Freeman. No. Um, and then he described one 29-year-old woman, after she had her lobotomy, as a smiling, lazy, and satisfactory patient with the personality <laughs> of an oyster. <laughs> like... How are you selling this? That's not good. <laughs> the way you said that. First of all, lazy was the second adjective in there. <laughs> like, I know. A smiling lazy. <laughs> yeah, unsatisfactory. But she couldn't remember his name and endlessly poured coffee from an empty coffee pot. <laughs> and he was like, thumbs up, nailed like, it. Success story. Hey. Can you please be my poster child? Yeah. Also, um, quick side note, what personality does an oyster have? That's a great question. Because I've never, like, had, I don't, <laughs> I've never maybe met a none. super like, maybe none. Oyster. 
Yeah, it's a weird reference. No one's like, the oyster's here, let's get the party going. Here's yeah. where here's we turn it up. Yeah. And then, when her parents, after the surgery, were like, yo, doctor, uh, <laughs> she's weird. She, like, yeah, she is an oyster. <laughs> Seems like maybe made her worse, um, and we, like, can't figure out how to, like, teach her stuff. He, advi- <laughs> he advised a system of rewards in the form of ice cream and punishment in the form of smacks. Like, he's a doctor. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, give her ice cream and smack her around. Yeah. Solved. You'll see. You'll Man, see. old-timey medicine. Ugh. I tell ya. Yeah. Okay. He also, like, helped to popularize lobotomies by going around in his traveling lobotomobile. <laughs> I'm sorry you were drinking when you, when I said that. A lobotomobile. I was supposed to take... <laughs> a traveling lobotomobile, which was like a tricked out van he made where he would do lobotomies. No. To in like, the van. demonstrate for the press and other doctors like how easy it was. How would he find a willing, and I'm going to say fully say victim? Yeah. Well, they weren't. They were like mental patients that people were like, they don't know what's good for them. Like, try to fix them. And he oh, would honey. show off by um, doing a lobotomy with both his hands, like, entering both eye sockets at the same time with two different, like, surgical instruments, like, doing a two-handed lobotomy. What? Yeah. He was, like, gross. Oh. <gasps> Already? Oh. <laughs> Every time the timer goes off, you're always like, no! <laughs> um, so he had, like, a, a partner in crime, basically, <laughs> um, Moniz, and Moniz, like, finally was like, dude, you're going too far, when he started using ice-picked-shaped instruments to do lobotomies no, on patients no, without no. anesthesia. <gasps> no! Yeah, he would do up to 25 a day in front of, like, press and other doctors, no anesthesia with, like, ice pick instruments. So, just in my mind of what's happening here, you're like, I don't know, where's that lobotomy that's supposed to be happening around here? Just follow the screams. Yes. Yeah. Just blood-curdling screams. Yeah. No. Um, And it wasn't until, like, the 50s when they started to, like, not be used anymore. So, for, like, 20 years, they were, like, a pretty common form to treat, like, mental illness. Ugh. Can you imagine having, like, an uncle that, like, had a lobotomy? Oh, there's, like, people who are alive today that had lobotomies as kids. Now in my mind, I'm like, what is our modern-day lobotomy? Oh, you're, <laughs> you're racing You were, like, just really setting me up. <laughs> that was, like, my last point that I wasn't, I was, like, Not ran out of time, time for, but just, you like... You just raised your hand. <laughs> like, I got one. Well, it's kind of fucked up, but, like, a lot of psychiatrists think that the drugs now being used to like um like treat these mental illnesses because they they just like kind of mute parts of your brain and like really mellow people out and can sometimes like change personalities Mm -hmm. are like the modern day lobotomy because a lot of times they're given without necessarily like consent Mm -hmm. yeah and it's sort of the same thing because it's like this person is hard to be around, so it's like, give them this crazy, yeah. like, psychotropic drug, mm-hmm. and they'll be, like, mellow. It's like, you just need more of this yeah. stuff, yeah. So it's, like, not as intrusive and, like, surgical, mm-hmm. but some people have been, like, protesting the use of all these drugs as, right. like, the modern lobotomy. It's, so, like, 50 years from now, it's gonna be like, can you believe that yeah. they used to da 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 Yeah. You take all these pills. It's and... kind of crazy. Ah. Uh, wow. Good one. What a roller coaster. That, no. that, that whole thing was a roller coaster. No. <laughs> 
I can't believe you guessed exactly I what know. it was. I can't believe you hit it so well. You're like, okay. <laughs> I barely hit the timer and you like screamed. <laughs> Good one. Wow. Okay. I need, I'll take I'll it off need my to list. take a breather. I'll take okay. it off my list. Right. I'm going to take a breather and we'll Grab be right a drink. Back. We'll be back. <laughs> Amazing. Megan. Yes. I feel like I've recovered. I was a little hot there. (laughs) It was just like, whew, lobotomy has really got me worked up. Also, we're under some blankets right now. Yeah, it's warm down. Not us together. I feel like people (laughs) are listening to the podcast and like, what? It's like, we're sitting on separate sides. Is there anything wrong with that? No, of course not. Of course not. Okay. Are you ready to freak me out? I am. Okay. You have 15 minutes Mm -hmm. starting now. Great. Um, you mentioned earlier tonight when we were just like hanging out, having dinner. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day week. Yeah, yeah, it is Valentine's Day week. It is. Um, oh no, is this going to be like a love story gone wrong? <laughs> um, no. Um, I realized that it, this was going to be released on Valentine's Day week, and so I just googled. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day murders. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one that stood out to me. Okay. Wait and I, t- I already told you, this one, I don't have a ton of notes on it, so let's just go hog wild on these tangents, because yeah. I don't have a ton. Tell me just now, mm-hmm. like, is this a solved murder, or should I go wild with my theories? You know what I mean? Because um, I'd like to solve a murder by the time this I podcast kinda is I kind of don't want to answer that Okay, yet. okay. Um, we'll see. Okay. Um... So, this is the murder of Richard Sheck. A male murder victim. Yes. Already. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like women are often the ones to get murdered. Men can die, too. Who knew? I didn't. It's weird. Um, So, also, heads up, this has got a lot of twists and turns. Oh, gosh. This story has everything. (laughs) Like, I read, like, two sentences. I'm like, done. It has to be this one. (laughs) So, by all accounts, from everyone that, like, talked about it after this happened. Richard was a lovely man. I'm sure he was. Right? Super nice. He was well-liked. He was compassionate. He was a Boy Scout leader Aww, rich. in his community. Did he go by Rich? Dick? Um, Rick? Richard. Richard Sheck. I'm just saying, like, I don't there's know. a lot of... Everything said Richard, so okay. I don't know. Um, he was... This one got me. He was a hot air balloon enthusiast. Oh, I like that. How do you do that? Hot air balloons are wild. Yeah. Sure. Have you been on one? No, but I've gone to a few festivals. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do, first of all, rich, how do you have a hobby? People I, have a hobby for hot air balloons. He must be rich, is what I'm saying. Yes, his name is I Richard. I don't feel like he necessarily has to be. To be a hot air balloon enthusiast? I don't think you need to own one. You could, like, go on, like, yes. rent one or whatever. Another article I read said he was a hot air balloon pilot in his mm, spare time. Very cool. But nothing else said that, so I didn't put that down. <laughs> yeah, that's fake <laughs> um, news for sure. But, like, can you imagine meeting someone? It's like, hey, so what are you into? I would immediately be like, great, we're going on a ride. When can I meet you? <laughs> no, this, the hot air balloons terrify me. <gasps> really? There's no escape. It's like being on a boat, but in the air. Honestly, the scariest part of that to me is, like, what if you have nothing to talk about with, like, Rich? <laughs> Richard. When you're up there. My sketch group was going to do a sketch one time of someone proposing on a hot air balloon, but the, she says no, and then you have to finish the ride. Those don't move fast. <laughs> and every other hot air balloon's going by, and everyone's getting engaged. <laughs> like, she said yes! <laughs> and it's like, going by, and you're like, cool. 
Okay. Wait, can you give me a time period? Of when this is? Yeah. <laughs> Next sentence. <laughs> We're good at this. Um, on February 14th of 2000. <gasps> Valentine's Day. That's, Got thank it. You, thank you. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> remember where we started. You remember how I Googled I it? Okay. February 14th of 2010. Ooh, recently. Recent. Um, Richard made plans to meet his wife in Belton Bridge Park to have a Valentine's Day date. Where's that? Um, it's, this is in Atlanta, like okay. outside of Atlanta. Okay. Um, they were gonna have a Valentine's Day kind of like date exchange cards, like Cute. in a romantic Cute. little, Cute. you know, isolated spot. Sure. Um, that though, he shows up. That's when Reginald Coleman approaches. Oh no. That's not his wife. And that's not his wife. And shoots him dead. No! Yeah. Just like that? Just shot him dead. Wait, what? Yeah. In the park? Reginald in the park. On Valentine's With Day? the broomstick. Do they know each other? Huh? Do they know each other? Hold on. Ugh. I'm not there Is yet. his wife there? Did she see it? No. <gasps> Did she find him? Hold on. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed one part. So, he was 46. Okay. He was the fifth husband to Stacy Sheck. She's a 38-year-old mother of three. How many husbands? <laughs> Thank you. Same. <laughs> I was reading, so I was like, no. I was expecting an older woman. She was, he, he was her fifth husband. At 36. At 38. 38. She's wow. got three kids. How, I can't find one person to marry me. <laughs> well, and she found, that's a different episode. <laughs> she found five. <laughs> so he even adopted her children when That's just married. a lot to go through, too. It's like a the lot. meeting, it's the wooing, the engagement, like, the like, wedding, bang, bang, the divorce. Yeah, she's like, it's are we lot. doing this or not? Yeah. Um, he adopted her three kids when they got married. That's nice. I like yeah. him. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah. Um, so... Reginald came, shoots him in the park. Very rude. So Stacy, yeah, his wife is now a widow. She's got three <gasps> kids. Very sad to she care has to for marry again on her own. I know she's gonna find six. Number six. Um, I wrote poor Stacy. Yeah. Or is it? <gasps> oh, <no. laughs> is this one of the twists? <gasps> Was Reginald a lover? See. <laughs> Stacy now gets a life insurance policy. Oh no! Worth five hundred thousand dollars. No, she didn't. She didn't do it. It's super convenient. <laughs> she didn't do it. <laughs> um, Love is real. <laughs> okay, no, I believe you. Um, so I've heard. So here's what really happened. Stacy was an admin, like an, um, at a spinal clinic or something like that. The clinic. Sometimes had lunchtime training sessions with a personal trainer. Reginald. Named Reginald Coleman. <gasps> Reginald. Turns out Reginald is a personal trainer who also sometimes moonlights as a hitman. No. That's real? Yeah. His, People do that? Also, Reginald also goes by Mr. Results. I love that. Works for works, both. I wrote, I wrote Lauren, it both. works on both levels. <laughs> like It really does. I'm Mr. Results. Yeah. You want those abs? <laughs> Mr. Results will take care of that. You want your husband murdered? <laughs> Mr. Results got it. <laughs> wow, honestly, that's really good. It's a really good. Really smart I'm really, I'm really, really proud of yeah. him. I'm not, though, because of what happened. As two ladies in advertising. <laughs> wow, he really branded cool. himself well. It's like, you got that tagline set. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stacy used a co-worker. Mm-hmm. Her name was Lenita Ross. And she was the go-between 
to make the arrangement with Mr. Rosales. I can't believe how many people are in on this murder and just, like, cool with it. Are they getting part of the Mm -hmm. money, probably? Well, the arrangement was set up... Also, I only included this because every single article said this, and I was like, why is this important? The arrangement was set up over a meal at a Mexican restaurant. (laughs) Why? Everything. I so love that, these, like, journalists who, like, went to school and it was like, the details matter. Right. Be specific. And so it's like, like not a restaurant. Delete, delete, delete. A Mexican, Mexican restaurant. We can't say Chi-Chi's. We have to say a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Chi-Chi's. Remember the chi yeah, I, I loved the celebration yeah. of food. Um, so it was set up over a, a meal at a Mexican restaurant between the two coworkers. Mm-hmm. They went and ate and talked about it, set it up. The prosecution alleged that Stacy gave Ross... A house she owned. Which one is Ross? Mr. Results? or No, Ross is Lenita, the okay, co-worker. Okay. And she paid Mr. Results $10,000. Whoa. Yeah. Lenita got a better deal. Yeah, Lenita got a house. She got a home. Yeah. And he got $10,000? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Results needs to advocate for himself more. Mr. Results more. needs better results He's for himself. He needs to go to a negotiating workshop. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine him coming in? Like, in my mind, he's Terry Crews. <laughs> I know he's not. Yeah. But in my mind, he is. Um, That's who plays him in the movie. Definitely. Yeah. So investigators looked into phone records after the fact, and they found that the three suspects had been talking before, during, and after the crime. During? I don't know, but I don't know how during like, could be. Like, she was on speaker? No, or like, a, hey, I'm waiting. Is he coming here soon? Sure, sure, sure. Or what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but also, guys, plan this better. Like, don't. Yeah, what Almost, are you doing? Like, phone records are a thing, Eat idiots. somewhere in private, not mm. at Chi-Chi's. No. Um, prosecutors even... <laughs> I really hope it was Chi-Chi's. And they just said Mexican fried ice cream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That was and, good. They lied and said it was their birthday. Because <laughs> it's free then. Yeah. Um, so prosecutors allege that they even went on a dry run to scope oh out God. the scene ahead of the time of the Valentine's Day attack. Did she really not like Richard? Because he sounded nice. Well, I'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> So they they suspected her almost immediately. So she got busted right away. I wrote, "Here's the thing, she's busted. Like she knows she's yeah. in trouble. So to spare her life because she's a selfish bitch, yeah. Stacy agrees to testify against both Mr. Results and her coworker Lenita. The wife testifies." Against the other two, yes. Why would they be guilty and not her? Because, well, no. Or, like, she's getting, like, a deal. She's getting a deal. She's not getting the death penalty. <gasps> basically. Bitch. And so she's like, okay, I'll do this. Um, because her co-worker, Lenita, has never admitted to her role in the killing at all. Oh. At all. But she was still sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Lenita was? Lenita was. That seems harsh. And I know that someone died. Yeah. But, like... This seems really harsh for the go-between. Right? Like, yeah. the go-between person. Part of me thinks, No like, parole? Like, that's insane to me. I'm wondering... Well, also, no parole. What does that even mean in the U.S. these days? She'll probably still get parole. What do you mean? Like, overcrowding in, in prisons know, and stuff? But, she'll I mean, get out. it's very harsh for someone who was, like, a go-between. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yes, someone died. But part of me wonders, like, was it her idea, I wonder? Like, were they at the house? Were they at Chi Chi's? And she's like, hey, you've been complaining about your husband a lot. You know our trainer. (laughs) You know Mr. Results? Yeah. He gets results. Exaggerated. Exaggerated wink. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wink, but if I could, I would. Well, it doesn't matter. It's a podcast. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) Um, So she gets sentenced to the 
um, life in prison without the possibility of parole. That's nuts um, to me. Mr. Results pleads guilty. Good for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's clear he did it. Yeah. I mean, he's like, no, I did it. Yeah. Also, I feel like he's like a real stand-up guy. I don't know why. But he's like, hey, I'm in a hard spot. I just gotta be a hitman for a while. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's he's come on some hard times. Okay. Like, in his mind, he's like, I'm gonna open my own How gym. How many other people has he killed? I don't if know. his job is to be a hitman. I, I don't Or think, was he, like, kind of just, like, saying that? I think... He'd never actually killed I anyone. I think it's a thing where it's, like, a... Yeah, I think it's more like that. He's like, no, no, I'm totally a hitman. They're like, okay, prove it. And he's like, what? <laughs> I, my name is Mr. Results. I gotta do it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> sure. I, gotta, I gotta get these results. Um, so he pleaded guilty. He got the same punishment as um, Lenita. Don't so, you think that's wild? Like, that life... she got the same punishment as the person who pulled the trigger? Yes. Life in prison without parole. What's Stacey doing? I gotta know. Okay. So, thank you for, for that segue. <laughs> the following month, Stacy pleaded guilty. Uh-huh. Um, but she so cooperated. She did. And so basically, it's the, it's this trio of people. It's three, three people that all were together. Um... They all three got the exact same sentence. Wow! Life in prison I cannot, without the I cannot get over Lenita's punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't Stacy go straight to Mister Results? I assume she's worked out with him before. Like, what was the I third think she person? Thought like I'm playing it safe. This is my out. Keeping a little distance. No one will know. No one will like. Uh, uh, I feel like in her mind, she's like, of course they're going to suspect me first. I'm the wife, so I need someone else to organize it. Phone records, all that shit. Wow. So, whatever. Wow. Here's the big question. That's, there, we haven't gotten to the big question yet? Why did she do it? For the money. No. <gasps> you know why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? No. Okay, how much time do I have? <laughs> Two minutes. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to take all of it. I feel like um, I'll probably take some of it. <laughs> that's fine, take it. Take all of it. So, in court... Stacy admits in her testimony that she was having an affair. She says under oath, like, yes, I was having mm-hmm. an affair. Um, Still no need to kill your husband about it. That's not why. Okay, great. Because it's uh, like, just divorce. You're yeah, not, you're not opposed to divorce. Exactly. However, that's not her, so that's not her reason for the killing. She claims that she believed, and she later found out there was no evidence of this. Uh-huh. That Richard was molesting one or both <gasps> of their children. Oh, no. Yeah. So she was trying to protect her kids. I guess. Yes. However, one of those children later told her there was absolutely no truth to anything like, like that. later after the trial later? Like, later after it happened, yeah. And Who told her what, that that was happening? I'm she sure. Just... I'm sure she probably was like, well, here's why I did it, like, yeah. to the kid. And the kid's like... No. Do you think she made that up to make it seem like maybe? I don't know. Maybe, but because like if she had reason to believe that, not obviously that I'm condoning murder, but like you (laughs) do something. Yeah, you'd like get out of the house or like divorce them. Do something. Like, but also if you're thinking that your husband is molesting one of your kids, you just get out immediately. If you can't, you don't like, especially if like he's not. You know, it sounds like he wasn't, like, abusive or whatever. So, like, it's not like he would, like, keep you in the house. No. Take one of his hot air balloons. Get out of there. Yeah. Float on up and over a little bit. Come back down. Call the police. Yep. Um, 
Do you think she was lying? I think that she was either lying or she believes herself. Mm -hmm. But in the back of her mind, she probably knew it wasn't true. Oh. Wow. Um, The article that I was, that made me pick this, basically like the subline under like the whole thing was, um, hot air balloon enthusiast is killed by personal trainer quote mr results <laughs> you're like yep and i read it, it and i go i'm doing this one you had to <laughs> like valentine's day murders and this just pops right up <laughs> that's it that so was that's the whole thing and that is the the murder of richard check uh, happy Rich. happy valentine's happy day valentine's day, happy valentine's day. wow mm-hmm I'm assuming, too, that there were, like, multiple murders to choose from. Oh, uh, I read a bunch. There's one that's fully Chicago. It was the oh. St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and it was oh, Al yeah, Capone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I almost did. I had that one ready to go. I feel like I that's that. another thing, like lobotomies, where it's like, I know how to use that in the right context, but I know none of the details of it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I'm glad you did lobotomies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that you educated me so much, even though it was on my list. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, wow. Nice. Really good episode. Freaky yeah. shit. Man. Right. We are just crushing <laughs> this lately. <laughs> Right. But you, I think lobotomies were like freaked me out, and I had lobotomies them on my list. Are fucked up, and like we both wanted to talk about them. You win, take it. I think lobotomies win. Yeah, take it. Okay. Cool. I will take it. Yeah. Um. Thank you for listening. You yes. know, we're gonna do our regular spiel. Listen, um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That apparently helps a bunch. Yeah, the iTunes and all that. Yeah, stuff. follow us on social media at the Freak Show Pod at Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Twitter is Freak underscore Pod. Nailing Megan's it. killing it with those memes. So like, get on there with that. Um, <laughs> Watch by the time this airs, I like haven't done anything. <laughs> There's like at least one up there. There's one good one. Um, if you have like freaky stuff you want us to talk about send it send it to our gmail it's thefreakshowpod at gmail.com one of us will look at it and use it probably yep except if you're Katie Novotny I don't <laughs> want any more of those pictures <laughs> good um should we end on a high note end on a high note okay so we were talking earlier it's Valentine's Day week as Megan has so lovingly <laughs> told us and Murder. you know, not everyone's into the Valentine's Day spirit. It's totally fine. Yeah, like whether you you're like in a relationship, not in a relationship, in a kind of relationship. Yeah, don't like, want to be in one. Don't want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's just like a nice reminder to like spread a little love around. Mm-hmm. Um. So I showed Megan tonight mm-hmm. this Instagram account. Who he has like a ton of followers. It's, so it's my fa- it's my new favorite yeah. thing. I'm in love. So if you aren't already following Dante Colley on Instagram, oh it's my god, Dante dot Colley C O L L E Y. Yeah, he and is Dante is with an O D O N D O N T E dot C O L L E Y. My friend Mary Weather posted about him on Instagram, and now he's like my the only it's person I follow. Am- it's I mean, I like deleted videos. everyone else, and it's just him <laughs> because he is like. <laughs> spreading like joy and love by like with these dance videos with like emojis on them it's hard to describe look them up it's so fun it's such positive vibes though yeah of, like he'll just dance and like put his hand out and like words will appear right there and yeah like, you are killing it today yeah like, it's like amazing like because you're like, so that fun. bitch and you're like yes i am <laughs> you just like you can't help but smile when you look at him so i feel like He's a great way to just, like, be like, yeah. I love myself. I love my friends. I love whoever. I mm-hmm. love everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you sound just like that. What was it? The Jessica 
the positive video. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. my whole life. <laughs> Dante, yeah. if you're listening, he, please reach out to us. Come yes. be on the show. Oh my god. Have we would, would love to be? hear what freaks you out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for listening. Good episode. Good episode. Later freaks. Later freaks. Later freaks.